Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm going to be your host today, Aaron Schneider. And I'm Angie Fryermuth. In this episode, we're learning more about the construction management innovation effort and the current state of construction management within the Army Corps of Engineers. Joining us today is Derek Godfrey and Alexandra Henderson Connors. Thank you both for joining us here today. Thank you. Thanks, Erin. Before we get into the podcast, we do like to know more about our guests. So you both have a diverse professional background. How did you both come to construction management innovation in your career? Sure. Thanks, Angie. So hi, I'm Derek Godfrey. I'm a construction management innovation officer for the Corps of Engineers, worked in headquarters in the construction branch of the engineering and construction division. I have been in construction my entire life. I grew up with my dad, a general contractor from a very young age. I was on a construction site. I went straight to civil engineering, uh, into civil engineering in college from that, uh, working several years with my father on his construction company, and then went straight into uh, the Navy after that. And I worked for the Civil Engineer Corps for the Navy as, a, as an officer in the Civil Engineer Corps, running construction projects very similar to the way we do out there in our resident offices. So I did that for about six years, went back into private industry and in construction contracting and consulting for about 11 years. And then in 2011, I joined the Corps as a resident engineer and spent uh, about 10, 11 years doing that. And, and I would say that, you know, I've been doing construction my whole life. I've been a student of how to do construction better my whole life and planning and, um, you know, really trying to perfect that upfront part of a project, getting it ready to get out on site and roll and get things built effectively, efficiently on on schedule, on budget um, and of high quality. So that's been my passion my entire career and my time in the core really brought me to this point because over the several years of being in the field for the core, I saw how we could do things better out there in the field and how maybe the enterprise could provide some some tools and some new things that industry was adopting, but you know, my folks in the resident office didn't have and continue to not have up until I joined headquarters in 21 and and was able to uh, take on this new opportunity and really start this CM innovation effort. So We've got a lot of ground to make up, but um, passionate about it and really looking forward to it and sharing with you all what we're what we're up to. Thanks, Angie, for the question. I'm Alexandra Henderson Connors, and I have a, a little bit of a different history than Derek. So I have an architectural background. I have my master's in architecture. And right out of college, right after finishing my master's, I went to work in private sector architecture. I went to work for um, a very large sports and entertainment architecture firm that I was with for about 10 years. So we were working on the most cutting edge projects you could imagine. Every technology implementation that you could imagine, both in the facilities themselves and also in how we delivered the projects. So all the way from the initial concept design All the way through our project delivery, um, construction contract administration, we were implementing the most current cutting edge tools. So we had BIM integrated design from the onset. We were using generative and iterative design. Um, We were merging those models, partnering with our contractors to use 
BIM assets and construction, and then really leveraging all sorts of tools in the construction phase. Everything from apps on our cell phones that we were using to collaborate with the other architecture and engineering firms and the construction contractor, different applications on tablets so that we were always carrying around the most current version of the plans and specs. And we were real time seeing if an RFI had gotten issued. We were seeing it on the drawings and you know where it was. There were photos, notes, all of those things. And then even getting more into technology like hard hat cams. So if we had remote employees and I was doing a job walkthrough, my teammates back in the office could see what I was doing. 360 photo capture that you could click on on your tablet and see the full history of the construction of the space that you were in. Just pretty much any piece of technology you could imagine in a design and construction space we were using. After about 10 years at that firm, I resigned and took a position with the Corps of Engineers. And on my first day at the Corps, they showed me RMS. And they're like, this is our construction tool. This is our software that we use to administer construction contracts. And it was a little bit of a shock for me to see that in comparison to what we have in industry. But I love the way that the core does business and the the mission of the core. And so I'm extremely passionate in bridging what's possible in industry and academia with the high quality work that we do at the core. About two years uh, into this role in construction management technology modernization, um, and I'm just continuing to bridge what's out there in industry with what we do here in the core. Thanks. That's really exciting. And, and I can see the, the passion in both of you are here, I guess, for our, our listeners out there. It's interesting to me of thinking of construction management innovation. And the first question that kind of came to mind to me was actually, like, what does that actually mean? So I was wondering if you guys could tell us what that means and then why you're so passionate about that. So, Alexandra, let's start with you. Yeah, of course. And Derek's going to have some great responses to this one as well. But I think that we are we're not only looking at what tools can we give people, what new app, what software can we give you an iPad? We're not just looking at those like trendy solutions, but we're looking at it holistically from how do we update our processes? How do we make sure that we are doing things more efficiently in parallel with these new pieces of technology that we're trying to roll out? And then probably the most important part, how do we make sure that our people are supported in both of those things? So from both of our offices, the CMIO where uh, Derek sits and the technology modernization office where I sit, we're working all those three things together. So making sure that people have the right tools to do their job, that their processes fit the kind of work they're doing and that they are fully trained and supported in both of those other efforts. And Derek might have some additional things to add to that as well. Yeah, sure. Thanks. And and Alexandra hit on really the main focus of everything we do in construction management innovation and and what we're pushing is focused on people, process, and technology. Those three things have to be balanced. You can have all the technology in the world, but if you don't train people how to use it and and, and bring it into your processes, it's worthless. You know, when you think about construction management innovation, what what really are we talking about? For us, it's it's really looking at holistically 
the construction project delivery life cycle, pre-construction, your construction phase and your post-construction phases. In some ways, the core has got some silos amongst various cops and various disciplines, and we're looking at how to break those down. And we're looking at, you know, the things that you can do to improve the the possibility of a construction project to be built quicker, cheaper, and of higher quality. A lot of the decisions you make that impact your, a contractor and the core's ability to do that, those decisions get made way early in, in the pre-construction phase, the planning and design and acquisition phase of a project. So we are looking at that. Our new tool that we're going to talk about in a bit, the construction management platform is going to replace RMS is not just replacing RMS, which is really a, a construction execution phase tool. It, it's going to replace that, plus bring a ton of new capability to bring our teams together. And when I say teams, it's a project team. It's all of our stakeholders, our end users, our sponsors, uh, maintainers that are out there, and our A&E firms, our construction contractors, plus our entire core PDT are going to have access and, and accounts in this system. So from the beginning of project planning and design, you can bring the team together, one place to go look at all the documents. We don't have to search for the share drive that has this, you know, the PMP on it or whatever it's going to be in this system. And the design will take place in this system. It's going to leverage um, BIM and the ability to do collaborative design reviews. People will see other people's markups. Um, anyone that's used Dr. Checks and some of the limitations that has understand it. So we're replacing that capability. So when I'm trying to get at is that the construction management innovation effort is really a holistic project delivery initiative and looking at all the places that the core can be more efficient. The industry over the last several years has the the profession of construction management has changed. And I think we're at a point where the core really needs to look at that. Think about, you know, how can that the things that are changing with that profession and, and advancing with that profession need to probably be brought into the core and maybe the structural even makeup of the way we put our teams together and the way they're led and the expertise of those folks needs to be looked at. So we're looking at that. And then, you know, what's really happened, the, the core was kind of lucky because construction industry in general, the engineering and construction industry in general has been pretty slow to adopt technology, but COVID changed that. And construction and engineering firms now are are really since uh, since 2020 have really taken off and then ai is changing that as well so problem we've got is the core is you know really at a point where we need to get just to get caught up to today is going to be a pretty big effort in not only technology but business practice improvement and and training our people and all that and the process updating bringing in a lot of these new technologies but also staying caught up is a big part of what we're looking at as well and then, you know, there's a lot of things we can do better when we hand over a project to our customers, giving them a digital twin. I mean, things like that are starting to become standard in the industry. All of your uh, maintenance records and behind the wall views for, for O&M and those sorts of things. So holistically, we've got a lot of, of ground we need to cover and catch up on. You know, we're not just talking the construction phase, the contractors out on site and our people out there. Now, that is a big focus. We need to get tablets in their hands. We need to get them. The industry is using drones and robotics and tablets and all those sorts of things. And our folks need to have those. And what we need to decide as an enterprise is, you know, what are these things the enterprise really needs to push 
we've got folks out there being innovative in one-off projects, trying to use some of these things and using BIM and VR design reviews and, and whatnot. But the enterprise needs to figure out which ones make the sense to provide to the enterprise and not have this just be a one-off case. So that's really what we're looking at. We're looking at from the enterprise, what are those tools, technologies, best practices, and changes that can really increase effectiveness across the board. Those are the ones we're going to focus on delivering. Thank you for that. So earlier, uh, you mentioned the technologies that are out there, as well as the tools that the industry is using, and the core of engineers may be late to the game and using those. So I would just like to know, what are some of the newest technologies they're using? How do they compare to what's available within the core of engineers? Thanks for that question. I think if you've ever visited one of our resident offices, one of our field offices, and you ask our staff there, you know, what's what's one of the most challenging parts of your job? They'll tell you that it's, you know, redundancy and having to do things in an analog fashion. So our teammates that are tasked with ensuring the, the quality and appropriate execution of our construction projects, many times they're out doing their inspections, their site walks with a physical notebook and taking handwritten notes, having to manually transfer photos if they're able to transfer them at all back to their device. It's a very analog process and there's a lot of repetition in what they're doing. Whereas our partners in industry, all of these items are connected. They're doing their observation walks in the field on a tablet or a cell phone app. They're able to input their daily reports their daily observations directly in the system in which they will finally reside. So for us, that's currently RMS. It will be CMP in the future. Um, but you're not having to do a copy and paste moment of maybe you type something in your notes and then you have to copy it into RMS or you wrote something down by hand and then have to go type it back at your desk into RMS. When you put something in, in these industry standard applications, it's already populated in your daily report. If you take a picture, it's tied to what you just typed. And if you choose to tag it, it can be tagged to a location on the drawings. It is time and date stamped. It will stamp it with the weather. <laughs> you know, all these things that we track as a part of our construction observations are auto-populated into the system, which saves our teammates or saves construction professionals a lot of time and redundancy. I would say that that's kind of the bare minimum of what we could have and what we are working to achieve with our modernized system. There's a, an infinite amount of other really fantastic things that are out there. Some things that we are also looking at that exist in industry and we are hoping to leverage is better photo capturing of our sites. So there are commercial off-the-shelf systems, you know, in which you can click on any space in a plan a set of documents and it will show you dated photos in the same location over the entire length of a project. So not only is that fantastic for the people trying to administer the construction contract who can go back and say, Whoop, wait a minute, we missed an electrical receptacle here and I can show you on this date, you know, when JIP got put over that and we don't have the receptacle in. But also when we're in an operations and maintenance phase, the end user of that building can go back and look at that information and see what's in wall. 
So that saves them a lot of time and money, a lot of rework, not having to tear things out. That's a great example that we're looking at. Also a lot of automated documentation. So whether that's uh, a camera on a stick, camera on a hard hat. So while QAs or field representatives are out walking, it's also capturing photo and video that can connect back to those types of software apps that I was mentioning. So it can connect to their daily reports. Those photos auto log into what they're capturing in their dailies. I would say that those are just very general baseline items that help with the day-to-day -day work of what our teams are doing. Um, and then of course there's additional items like you might see robotic inspections. Uh, you might see some unmanned aircraft systems doing inspections. There's a, a wide range of technology, uh, but I would say at our focus right now is to improve the working lives of our teammates in the field by getting them those pieces of technology that allow them to real time do their work with more accuracy and less redundancy. I think that's really exciting. Anything you could do to improve the employee's ability to get their job done efficiently is a benefit to the agency and to the employees. So it sounds like these are some really good initiatives. And it's really great to see that the core is starting to at least think about how to adapt these across the enterprise. And it kind of makes me wonder how well is the enterprise actually adapting to this across the different echelons? Obviously, we have divisions, districts, headquarters, you like How's the adaptation of these going across uh, the core? Yeah, Aaron, thanks for that question. You know, we're honestly, we're in the beginning stages of actually pushing some of this stuff out. It's, it takes some time to replace a system like RMS and bring online a new software program that's going to be a software as a solution, cloud-based system that we have to get through all of our, you know, DOD cybersecurity wickets and blessings so that we can actually operate it and then deploy it, get it to where it, it's configured to, to have those core processes like three phase and whatnot built in. So we still are a little ways away from actually deploying that. So in the meantime, we are working on some other things to, to help folks. We're, we've started doing some innovation flashes with topics about how we can use some of the tools we do have to be more collaborative and to maybe get things from the field a little easier. We recently put one out on how to use your apps in the um, purebred application and, and, and OneNote and OneDrive on your phone. And you can now take a, a photo with your government phone and it'll pop into your computer not long after the upload is completed. So a lot of folks didn't know that capability existed. We, we put out an innovation insight here, I guess about a week ago, and we had over 500 people go to the page where we had those instructions on how to do that. So that's a, a great example of one of the things we're trying to do. We know some of these bigger ticket items take longer to field. So in the meantime, we have folks working on on various things like that. Like what can we do with what we have now to improve our efficiency and our productivity? And we're continuing to work on other things. We're working right now with AI. We've got an AI project. We're working with Erdic. I should have probably mentioned that earlier. We have a big partnership with our teammates down at Erdic and the Engineering Research Development Center especially in the in their information technology lab at ITL. We've actually got in, uh, liaison officers there, and we've got some in the TMO, and they work together hand in hand. And like Alexander mentioned early on, we are really working to try to be the bridge from 
things that are available in industry and academia and things that Eric is doing research on and bridge the gap between that stuff being in the lab and actually out in the hands of our project execution teams. Those are, are kind of some of the things we're, we're working. We have a new portal, SharePoint portal, that has a lot of this spelled out and what we're working on. Photo thing, we're looking for photo documentation. We're working on some spec verbiage that we're eventually going to be able to give the field to use in contracts to, to better manage photos. We're also working on a virtual reality quality assurance training tool. We're calling it a game, but it really is. A, it's, it's a tool to take folks through a construction site and all of our various features of work and, and do that in a VR environment so they can get that training, even if they aren't at that stage of construction yet, or if they're new to the core and want to learn the three phase, need to learn the three phase process. We're, we're looking at doing that. So that's in a pilot stage at the moment. And we're really excited about that project. Our AI project is pretty amazing and, and it's the first funded AI project that Erdic is working on for the core, and that is being used to develop a new knowledge base that we're going to put out to folks that really put in one place everything that you would need to know how to do and implement basic core processes for delivery of a construction project. So um, that's called the Construction Management Administration Application, CMA squared, we're calling it, and that will launch here in the next few months. So that's a big, uh, we're developing it initially on SharePoint, but eventually we hope to actually bring in a more um, SaaS type commercial knowledge management system to replace that. But we're rolling it out and uh, I think that would be very helpful. So those are just a few of, of, of some of the things we're working on and you know, trying to get this stuff out. Well, I am excited. I, for one, didn't know until I actually took a look at the newsletter that you sent me, Derek, about the OneNote and the camera and being able to send it that way. I do know that there's probably some listeners that are listening to this and they're wanting to know um, where can they get involved in this effort or where can they go to get on the list to receive the information that you're sharing with others. So can you talk a little bit about how people can get involved and where people can go for more information? Yeah, absolutely. We are so excited when members of our USACE community, our, our fellow core teammates, want to be involved in these projects and efforts. Um, we spend a lot of time out with our colleagues in resident offices, and it's just the most exciting thing when someone's like, hey, I'm, I'm really excited about photogrammetry, and I see you're working on something like that. Can I be involved? Can I provide feedback? We love that, and we welcome that. So there's a few ways to get in touch with us. Uh, the first is to email us directly to our technology modernization office email. And that address is cm underscore tmo at usace.army.mil. And those emails come both to uh, myself and Derek. And if you have any questions about what we're doing, you're not getting our innovation insights, you're really passionate about something and want to be involved, shoot us an email there and we will connect with you. The other way that you can see what we have going, get some insight into all of our active lines of effort, visit uh, the pages on our innovation flashes, which have those quick hit solutions to things, is to visit the construction management uh, innovation portal. So this is a branch of the KM portal. If you click on CM innovation from ENC, you will reach our page. And I think, Angie, maybe we can put a link in the show notes 
to some of these items for internal. Awesome. Um, so those are the two quickest ways to get in touch with us. Uh, but also, you know, don't hesitate if you have something going on in your area of responsibility in your district division, please forward it to myself and, and Derek. If you're you are innovating, if you have a, an interesting effort going on, we would love to learn about what you're doing and see how we can tie it in with these overall efforts. This is really exciting and I feel like I could talk about this for much longer, but unfortunately uh, we've reached the end of our time today, but it has really given me a lot of insight into what you're doing and really a lot of the work that you have to, to do yet. So I really thank you for your contributions here and thank you for being on our show today and for joining us for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. Until next time, be safe, be innovative and be on the cutting edge. Thanks for joining us for this Inside the Castle podcast. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the core and revolutionize civil works together.